0: Welcome to For the Love of Books, a podcast by North Larcher Libraries. Hi everyone, welcome back to the North Archer Libraries podcast for the Love of Books. My name is Chris Wilson and I'm the eServices librarian for North Archer Libraries. And today in the podcast I have got a very special guest with you. And it's actually a returning guest because those who have listened to the podcast for a while will recognise the name. It is the author Hannah Peckham and she spoke to us about roughly about nine months ago, um, about some of her children's books that she's written, such as Conquer and Climb as well. And she has written a new book called Bronte's Battle Cry. And in that time, she has had a bit of a time of it. Um, After we spoke last time, she has went through what I would probably say is some of parents' probably worst nightmares that she could have went through. But in that time, she has had lots of challenges and they have faced them head on, and also managed to write a fantastic book in the same at the same time. So, uh, without further ado, I will cut to the interview with Hannah, and she'll explain all about it. So, Hannah, welcome back to the podcast, and thanks for joining me again. Um, for any of our kind of, listeners that can kind of follow us all the way through, will know that you were on uh, around about nine months ago, um, can you believe it's, it's been that long since you were last on?
1: Oh my god! You know what? It actually feels like nine years. <laughs> Not <laughs> just because so much has gone on. I cut when you said nine months. I was like, really? It feels like forever. But um thank you so much for having me back.
0: No, that's perfectly fine. And you in that first podcast, you did mention that your next book was coming out soon, and it uh, was featuring a little uh, a little dinosaur and now uh, that book is here it's called Bronte's Battle Cry and it's out for everyone to enjoy and we'll talk a little bit more about Bronte later but let, oh, I thought maybe we kind can of mention a little bit as to why you felt as if it's been like nine years probably since the last time so um you've had a, bit of a an unexpected time of it since, uh, since the last time we spoke haven't you?
1: Yeah um so gosh nine months so seven months ago in November um I don't know if when I was speaking to you my my son kept on getting a little bit poorly and I just wasn't kind of sure really what was going on um, and he got diagnosed in November with um, leukemia so mm. our worlds have literally turned on their heads. Um, we spent the first three months pretty much totally in hospital um, and this was all when Bronte was meant to be being kind of I was meant to have an illustration meeting and all that yeah. kind of stuff obviously my priorities you know Bodhi was my priority we we spent um Absolutely. weeks in hospital um in Brighton and then in the Marsden and then up in London as well um due to some complications um and with leukaemia it's a really long road it's about three years of of medication um but um after seven months, they they the first seven months they really try and kind of get the leukemia into remission and really attack it hard. So it's been quite brutal. But he's um he's now out that stage. We've got the nurse coming this morning actually, and um we're checking his bloods and then to see if he can go on to the next stage of treatment, which is two and a half years of maintenance, which is just kind of trying to keep on top and making sure that the leukemia is not kind of hiding anywhere. Um mm-hmm. And it's meant to be less intense. So, yeah, it's been um, a, a bit of a horrible nightmare. But Bronte's been um, with us all the way because every, every, few, every few weeks, um, my, my publisher, Award Publications, um, sends some illustrations uh, of uh, that Hannah did for us. Um, it's confusing the illustrator's name's Hannah as well. Yeah. <laughs> um so you know, many a hospital bed we'd, we we were sitting in and we'd we'd open up the pictures. That's when we first saw Bronte, who's a little blue um brontosaurus and obviously blue because blue is Bodie's favorite color. He got to cho- choose ah, the color okay. Bronte. Yeah. um so yeah, it's it's been it's been a it's it's been one little kind of a beacon of light. I wasn't quite sure that we'd ever get here um publication day and and uh. Uh, but we are, and we're home, and uh, so that's really good.
0: Fantastic. And how is how is body doing now? Is he, is he kind of doing not too bad at the moment?
1: Yeah, he is. He's. I mean, like I said, we're, we're really lucky. He's got a really good prognosis. Um, uh, as as with uh, lots of leukemias, but the the thing is that there's it's it's just such a long road because it's yeah. not like a tumor where in one place it's blood so it, it's all over the body so they have to like really oh, intensely treat continuously um mm. so he's been through so much but he is um he's just so resilient and such a ray of light um i might not say that when he's on his steroid course because that's an absolute nightmare having a four-year-old on steroids with. like <laughs> Like the the moods and and everything, but you know it's a key part of the treatment. Um Yeah, and and he's great. Although he did wake up at three o'clock this morning, so that was a bit of a um, a, a, a nice surprise. Um, But no, he's he's doing really well, and he's just he's just my little superhero,
0: really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, such a great little character, though. I mean, I check in quite often on Instagram to make sure how you guys have been doing. Uh, with everything that's been going on, and he's just always so, so full of energy, isn't he? He's always getting such a, a full of life and thing, and it, it just reminds me quite of the sort of one of my household quite often. Yeah, not with my two. It's, it's just uh, he's he's just a great little. Yeah, man.
1: I I try not to put that Instagram machine on. Um on our page because that only makes people um, feel, <laughs> feel rubbish I try and like show the reality that um, you know that, yes one room might be tidy but then you go <laughs> walking to the next room and it's like um, like a bomb has hit it um, which yeah which is I think 90% of parents I, I I'm I, I'm hoping
0: now, one of the things that you have done on the back of what's been going on with Bode is kind of start an awareness raising campaign for for leukemia. Um, and if anyone wants to find out more about it, you should look up the hashtag #hashtag Pants to Leukemia. Um, yeah. and um, you've that must be a real sense of uh, achievement you've got for that because you've raised a lot of money, raised a lot of awareness, and things like that for the for um a lot of campaigns and stuff like that you've done. Um and um there's there's probably quite of, uh, a lot to, to be proud of with that, I think as well. And, and, and I think
1: I think when you get a diagnosis like leukemia where the, as a parent there is just nothing you can do. You've just got to trust the doctors and um and we spent a lot of time in hospital. I wasn't able to obviously go and do my job um counseling young people because I was just no in no place, but also, you know, I couldn't leave Bodhi, he just wanted to be next to me. Um and, and trying to get your head into anything, you know, I, I, the whole, you know, my whole world was Bodhi focused, but Pants to Leukaemia just came about because of Bodhi. And it kind of, it gave me a bit of a mission, but also a little, it it, it A kind of a sense of community like suddenly my friends and family and and now because we're having this big pants party in in our local village you know the local community to get can get involved and I think everyone feels so helpless you know everyone messages me going oh what can we do and it's like well fine unless you can find a cure for leukaemia there's not much you can do but um you know putting pants on your head and 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 <laughs> going, t- taking to uh instagram thank you for your thank you for your post by the way
0: yeah yeah people don't care if they will find me on there somewhere um as well and and, uh, and there's far more important people than i am who have done it such as hollow willoughby as well who i believe you went to school with hollow willoughby is that right
1: yes yeah so, i did
0: um were you surprised how you high the kind of exposure got for it because you were on this morning with holly as well weren't you yeah
1: yeah well that was um so it was actually kind of well pants to leukemia it was it was bodie's birth. it was bodie's birthday weekend i was bracing myself like oh no it's going to be another kind of awful i'm just going to feel terribly sad and Bodie's not you know he's not seeing his friends and Um, And suddenly I turned around and he was running around the hospital room just with pants on his head, uh, at which point I took a photo and sent to this WhatsApp group because it was very intense trying to keep everyone updated uh, with Bodhi. I set up a WhatsApp group um, and... Holly was one of the first people to get back. And she said, that's it. I'm standing in solidarity with Bodie, and I'm going to wear pants on my head all day. <laughs> um, and which kind of set something up because then someone else went, well, let's see. Um, and so then someone else sent a picture of themselves with pants on their head. And then it all just kind of took off from there. So um, it was, it kind of, uh, and then I, that night I was like, maybe, maybe pants to leukemia is a thing. So, <laughs> um, so I did that. And then Holly messaged me about a week later and just said, look, um, the producers have got hold of this. Do you want to come on? And I, it t- took me a little while to just double check because I was like, you know, do a, do we, is this something we re- we really want to do? Um, uh, but actually, you know, we'd we'd had such a horrible time in in hospital and going up. Um, in a posh car, although it was quite an early morning. um, And Bodhi got a big bag of presents and and stuff. So it was actually just quite a special, nice thing to do. I don't think he realised the magnitude um, of it. The next day he sent them a message just going, why are you not wearing pants on your head? Because they were on the TV in the background. (laughs) um and holly sent a little message back um in between um in in between ad breaks just saying oh sorry bodie (laughs) i can't remember what she said i think she 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 might have said she'd either they were i don't know anyway so it was nice yeah
0: yeah and he also got a very special message from a very 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 successful person in crimson chris hemsworth A.K. Thor, because he uh, Bodhi was, I think, was it on this one? It was weird, the Thor It I, uh,
1: was. So Bodhi um, has got uh, a great, like, he just loves superheroes. Although I keep on telling him that he's the biggest superhero most of us know. Um, but um, so it was when the producers, they asked Bodhi what he'd like, and one of the things he didn't, he said, oh, well, I don't have a, I think he said a Thor outfit. And so they bought him the most Gorgeous Thor outfit, um, which was pretty amazing because he was having a bit of a, a like two minutes before we went on. He was like, I broke his milky bar. It was it was, you know, <laughs> a really bad idea. The the <laughs> live um, but luckily the Thor outfit kind of took over and it was it was all, all right. So he came on and was just gorgeous, looked so cute in his Thor outfit. Um, and yeah, Chris, Chris Hemsworth uh, sent him a message, yeah. uh, so uh, which is quite funny because Bodhi keeps on saying to me, "I'm going to have his job when he's older, mummy."
0: <laughs> you <laughs> <definitely> <laughs> know. He might, so, he might do. Like better
1: watch out because Bodhi is 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 gunning for your job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that that must have been pretty special, friend. Mean, but that, that was something that we can last for 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 forever for him, because I mean that's quite a special thing. To get the touch a message from. A, a real kind of hero to him uh, as as a as a character and a person, I think, as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, once again, I don't think he quite realizes the magnitude of of, of some of these things. Just like yeah. he doesn't realize the magnitude of a leukemia diagnosis, he also doesn't yeah. realize the magnitude of an A-list Hollywood star sending him a message, which is which is just that beautiful kind of
0: childhood innocence isn't it yeah yeah i i i was very impressed when i saw chris sending him a message so I, I was i was over on for both of them i know me too i
1: think i think yeah definitely it was a, a message for Bodhi and mummy to be honest <laughs> mommy, that mummy was smiling for the rest of the day in hospital
0: yeah yeah i bet, I bet you yeah um and as you mentioned earlier on if people do dig hard enough they will find a picture of me somewhere on the internet with pants on my head too um and uh it's all for the, the pants to leukemia hashtag and campaign and things like that. Is it still going strong on social media the, the campaign it is so there's,
1: there's, so there's a just giving um so it's just giving page if you look up Pants to Leukemia and Team Bodhi um there it's 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 still it's it's kind of coming in dribs and drabs but lots of um nurseries and schools are doing like pants on your head day oh, um right. and then that uh, that that's really great i've got um someone um doing a skydive, wearing pants on their head um so so lots of little things and we're throwing the great big pants party in hastleby point um at the moment my sister and my mum are creating orange and blue bunting orange for leukemia uk blue for bodie's favorite color hang all across the streets of um, Hurstford Point outside all the local businesses. So That's they awesome. are buying the bun- bunting off us to kind of turn the, the local village orange and blue. We've got the <laughs> um, Bodie's favorite uh, bakery, Truffles Bakery, uh, are turning their sprinkled donuts orange and blue for the week. Wow. Um, and we've got loads of people coming down in- including um, Nelly and Woody Cook. Uh, Norman and Zoe Ball's uh, children. They're going to be DJing. There's a world record attempt. I've hopefully got um, a Sutton goalie coming to be the beat the goalie, but he's just telling me if he's going to be off work or not Um, on the twenty eighth of this month. He's going (laughs) to confirm whether he can come or not. Um, And we've got a world world record, and um, I'm going to be doing a reading of Bronte um, and um, another one of my um, publishers. Uh, authors Sue Monroe she's going to come along and do a reading um, th- there's just so much going on and it's all for Leukemia UK so yeah the pants to leukemia um, we're not going down without a fight I, I, I said the other day they said well when are you going to stop and I was like not until there's a proper cure for leukemia That's <laughs> three and a half years
0: That's so fantastic. So yeah. if anyone's listening and they want to get take part, well, especially they, they can do is there's a just giving page to that they can donate from as well. And I, I assume they can just kind of take part on social media kind of like I did and Yeah, up, absolutely. So there's packs, um
1: really. yeah, uh uh so if you I'm on Instagram, h.j.peckham. Um there's uh so p- people can kind of uh find me on there. Um, and I keep you up to date with the great big pants party so you can um, come along to the pants party. Uh, If you wanted to, you could uh, donate a prize to the pants party or just put your pants on your head with the hashtag pants to leukemia and then donate a small amount to um, the Just Giving page um or if you wanted to do a bike ride I've got my friend running the marathon um she sent me the other day for, for pants leukaemia with pants on her head obviously she sent me a message she was on some kind of cross training bike or something and she was sweating and she just said every time I get up and I go for a jog I guess get goosebumps thinking of you and Bodhi so we so we have a lot of we have a lot of support it's really touching
0: fantastic that's really good to hear. Now- well, we'll move on to the book a little bit now, um, and and talk a little bit more about Bronte. Um, and like like the other characters, Conquer and Hetty from from your your other books, um, you've created a, another quite lovable character as uh, as well. Um, you, tell us a little bit uh, about him and where the inspiration for him came from.
1: Um, I I read this question. You sent me the questions, and uh, where the inst- inspiration came from. It's really strange because. Um when I first started writing things um it, it I, I kind of had a plan um with bronte, bronte and another book that I've just written that's being signed by my um publisher it just it just kind of came I really wanted to write I was writing and I was uh, developing this book in my head about a pirate <laughs> and I kept on sitting down to write this book about the pirates and nothing and it just wouldn't come but then I got a line like a small um a couple of lines and it was it was about a dinosaur um that the pirate was going to see for some reason I don't know and so suddenly Bronte happened and and I started writing and I didn't even know how it was going to plan out it just over the space of two days it just kind of came out of me um so I really don't know I have no idea it's almost like someone else jumped into my head for a couple of days and and took over. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> it, it just happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and and what a great job they did because it's a fantastic book and everyone should try and pick it up and have a look at it. One of the things that I, I love about your books um, is that they always give a real sense of, of, and this one's exactly the same, they always give kids a real sense of being able to, let them know that it's okay to be themselves, and 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 Brody's kind of very similar to that. They they can. It's all about kind of just allowing themselves to be a, a lot bit different, and it doesn't matter if they are. And there's always kind of that kind of sort of messaging there, wasn't there? Um.
1: Yeah. I I think that's kind of that 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 does seem to be a kind of underlying um theme of my books. Um. Social emotional development is really important um to me, and has actually stood Bodie in really kind of good stead having those foundations um, when when we've been going through these difficult times. Um, And so I I just feel, um, wouldn't it be great if the world was uh, filled with loads of people that would just kind of a little bit kinder with everybody but also with themselves um, and a bit more accepting. I think there's so much pressure to kind of fit into a certain box um, when actually if you just celebrate your your uniqueness and your you and then that, that's the wonderful gift you can give to the world and to yourself um so yeah Bronte is a little bit different and 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 faces um some challenges with the herd because they're, they're a little bit mean to him um and that's the other thing you know building resilience is 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 really important in the early years um because there are going to be times when you meet these challenges um and so Bronte kind of Guides you through how how to build your resilience. You know, by by by, you know, stepping away and 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 taking a moment and 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 listening to the little things in life. Um, but then also realizes that that everybody's worried. You know, it's it's not it's not just yeah. him that that has these worries. Um, on the outside, the other dinosaurs might feel big and strong, but really, they all just they're all worried like him. Um, and and when Bronte has this realization, he wants to help them, but uh, but also you know stand up and, and say, look, I'm being me, and you know you're brilliant too at different things, and we really shouldn't worry. And um and, and then and then they all live happy ever after. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. they're almost got a nice end to the stories too, and and, and it's, it's a great book, and one of the, uh, one of the other great things about your books, as we touched on in the last podcast, is that they've also had some wonderful activities at the end as well. Um and Bronte's so different, and it's. Filled with some great activities, all about self positivity. end, is not it?
1: Yeah, I I just think um children obviously learn best through play, um and I think um you know ha- having a, a, a an audience to kind of consolidate that learning because they 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 learn so much and there's so many questions um at the end of books um sometimes like bo- Bodie's favorite one yeah. um uh for Bronte is what is a tickle that turns into a sneeze mummy um because <laughs> have you read it yet yeah uh
0: yeah the
1: because yeah. there's this there's this bit there's a Beetle beetles with tickles that turn into sneezes is one of the um lines. <laughs> and I was like, oh dear, what is a tickle that turns into a sneeze? Um, but anyway, uh, so yes, so with all the questions, I just like to to offer parents and 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 teachers and libraries and whoever whoever have the um book an opportunity to consolidate what they've learnt and 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 really build on those those um skills of resilience and um positive talk and all of that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Um... And I think that is really important as well, and they are they are really kind of fun little activities to kind the of tie in with the story and things like that as well. So it's a lovely idea to have that at the end of the books as well. And You mentioned the last time uh, they had John that had on that Bodie was quite involved with the creative process a little bit. He's kind of like your first kind of point of call to see if the story works or not and things like that. Um, I, I take it that this this book got uh, the the got the the Bodhi seal of approval uh, uh, to to be to go forward.
1: Bodhi loves dinosaurs. I mean, superheroes possibly would have been better, but I'll have to work on a superhero. (laughs) But after after superheroes, it's dinosaurs. So um, yeah, he absolutely loved it. He chose Bronte's color, Um, but a little secret, and you might have seen on my Instagram page, I wrote Bronte as a girl and my um, publisher wanted to change Bronte to a boy. So there was a couple of key changes in the end and we went back and forth. And then I was like, okay, Bronte can be a boy. Um, but Bodhi still had this feeling that Bronte was a girl. So when we finally, I didn't run that change past Bodhi. And when I finally got the book and I read it to Bodhi, he, there's quite a funny uh, Instagram post where he's getting more and more irate that I'm calling Bronte he, uh, and, and <laughs> until he gets really very upset. <laughs> um, and my publisher messaged me, she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I didn't realise how upsetting this would be. <laughs> So um, yeah, Bronte has been signed off by Bodie. Apart from um, the gender, uh, is is that the, the yeah that the, the jury's still out on 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 whether it's got his full gold. <laughs> oh,
0: well, I'm sure I'm sure he, I'm sure he loves Bronte just uh, anyway, and um, I'm, it's great that he's kind of involved in the, the kind of writing process. I love, I really love that that he has he's kind of involved in it in some way as well. Uh, he, is, great...
1: you know, and he's so good. He start he he does a lot of rhyming himself now. Fantastic. So, um, yeah. So maybe you know, who knows? He might he, he might take after his mummy and yeah. uh and become a writer.
0: You, maybe maybe someday you can do a, a collaboration, collaboration between the two of you or something like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean That's... his stories are pretty great. So yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: that would be fantastic. That would be great. Uh, obviously, you've just got the, this new book out at the moment, um, uh, which I'm, I hope is going extremely well. Um, But you did mention there as well, that I was going to ask what was kind of next in the radar for you, but obviously, you, you, you mentioned obviously you've got the Pants, pants Party and things like that, and you, yeah. but you, you, you teased us a little bit by mentioning you've got a new book just kind of in the uh,
1: so yeah well we're just so it's really exciting working with award because when I last spoke to you um I wasn't sure if I, I'm not sure if I had my kind of books out to them but they've just been brilliant and holding my hand and you know I just wouldn't have been able to get Bronte out without you know them literally doing everything um for for me <laughs> um so so they they signed with Bronte they signed another one which I did mention nine months ago but I think then that was meant to be my next one about a unicorn it's still in the pipeline but I've written um I, I actually written two more that they' that they're quite interested in and one of them um is is really um one of is about growth mindset which is is very exciting but I don't think that's going to be out next I think the next one is about kind of um it's a really, it's really different. And it's really, if if you kind of think about what I've been going through in the last nine months, mm. it's about kind of a parent's journey, uh, with a child and how, you know, and th- the love and, and looking, looking after them and, um, and holding their hand through difficult times and that kind of unconditional love. So it's, it's really different. It's about humans. It's not about animals this time. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, yeah, I've, I've read it to a couple of my friends and, and made them both cry, which secretly I quite like. Um, <laughs> when you get a happy tear or an emotional tear, I'm like, yes, my job here is done. It's what? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah, that's going to be hopefully out next, um, next year, early next year. So maybe I can come and chat to you about it and yeah. see, see what you think.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> Dale, that's great. Um, it's great to have had you back on the podcast, Hannah. And obviously, I know that you've got a lot going on with Bodhi and things, you know, so I really appreciate you taking the time to come and talk to us about your new book and also to give us a little bit of an update on what's been going on with Bodhi. I really hope that the Pants, Leukemia, Pants to Leukemia campaign goes really well and that your party and things go fantastic too. And it'll be great to kind of see what happens with Bronte and the, your new books as well in the future. So thank you for coming on and giving us a good wee update.
1: Thank you so much for
0: your support. Thank you. So thank you, Hannah, for coming and and joining me on the podcast again and talking to us. And I really do hope that all is well with Bodhi going forward. And I hope that the book launch for Bronte's Battlecry goes well too. If you do want to get involved with hashtag pants to leukemia, do search for the hashtag on Twitter and other social media places and you'll find it all about the hashtag. It is um, a very good cause to get involved with in and, and you, if you do dig, dig far enough you might actually see me with a pair of pants on my head which isn't <laughs> might not be worth seeing but you can find me out there somewhere if you want to dig far enough and find it. Um, also little bits of updates from the library service itself. We have launched a couple of really good things in just in the last few days. Uh, the Summer Bean Challenge has launched for every little kid to get involved in and get in, read over the summer. It's the usual format of reading six books over summer and you get prizes every two books. And if you manage to complete the challenge, you get a medal and a certificate as well. So it's a fantastic event to get involved in and it's a great way of incentivising reading over the summer while your kids are on holiday from school. It's a really good thing. The other exciting thing that we have just launched as well yesterday is Let's Go Summer. And Let's Go Summer is our summer programme of activities and events to come and have lots of great fun in the library. There's lots of craft activities some story time things some special summer book bug sessions that kind of stuff there's lots and lots to get involved in so you can get involved in that as well and if you do check the the website www.cultureanail.co.uk you'll be able to find the let's go summer section under the let's go banner at the top of the website as well on the menu section of the website and you'll find all events for libraries, and there's also events on some of the other um, cultural services for North Hampshire as well, such as museums and things like that. So it's a great program of events, and do go and check them out. That's all we've got time for today. Uh, we will have another Bee's Book episode, Bee's Books episode, coming out next week, and so do watch out for that and listen for Jenny and Paddy and their new recommendations from that. And we will be back again with another episode in a couple of weeks' time with the main podcast as well, um, which will be a good episode too. If you have enjoyed listening to this episode, do leave us some feedback by using the hashtag, hashtag FLBPodcast or by dropping us a little email to librarypodcast at northland.gov.uk. But that's all for now, guys. I hope you've enjoyed listening and do check out the hashtag. Pants to leukemia.